And welcome to another edition of The War Room here on KOKC Radio. I am your host, Sean Fry, joined today by Parsons Vikings girls basketball coach Pat Scheibe. The Vikings 2-2 two and two on the season. You're coming off a win, coming off back-to-back wins over Collegiate and Mulvane. That's correct. Yes, I yep. do know what I'm talking about. Uh, Pat, tell me why. We talked about this at length with Scott Marlowe on this show last week. Tell me why the Parsons Vikings are looking a little better this year. Well, Sean, first of all, thanks for having me in. And, uh, you know, we had pretty high hopes going into the season and, uh, you know, had a pretty good um, – crop of girls returning and uh you know we're we're still relatively young you know i mean i could say we could still probably say we're one of the youngest teams in the state but you know we feel like the girls are maturing more and uh we went and played some tournaments this summer and played some tougher competition and uh you know really the girls have been battling you know for the most part pretty hard and you know we look at our record we're two and two and very easily could be you know four and oh so, mm-hmm. you know, Gerard went over and beat Carl Junction, who is a powerhouse in, in Missouri. And then I seen where Carl Junction was playing for the championship over at Carthage in that tournament. So, I mean, that shows you we can we can play at the top. And, you know, also I felt against Circle, you know, I think if we played them nine out of ten times, we beat them nine out of ten. We just turned the ball over 12 times the first half and just wasn't in sync. So, uh but, you know, the last two games, I feel like, you know, we played a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was something I, I want to go back. Uh, I want to look at some of your games this year, especially the two losses to Gerard and to Circle. I believe in both those games, you had a quarter where you scored two points. Yes. And it seems like the offense can really be streaky for you guys at times. We're seeing where it clicks and you guys are in sync and you guys can score with anybody. And then we also see times where, man, it just goes away. How do you kind of how do you kind of gauge that right now? Well, I think it's it's still early in the season, and you know we have Ellie who's in there playing, you know, for the most part the whole game, and and Louisa is playing as well, and I still think we're trying to find our identity as well, you know. But like we said, you know, we've been preaching to him we have to play four quarters, and you know against Gerard we held them to two points the second quarter, yeah, you know, and I guarantee you there won't be another team that that does that probably the rest of the year, but. You know, we're, we're still trying to find our, our identity. And, um, you know, I feel like, you know, the more we play, the better we'll get. And, and you know, that's, you know, you mentioned Louisa and Ellie, and Ellie, uh, Ellie Valentine Florence and Louisa Hansman. Uh, Louisa, a senior foreign exchange student from Germany, kind of fell into your lap. Ellie was a girl I saw play in the summer, though. She looked, I mean, she held her own. Uh, and those are two point guards, which was your deficit a year ago i mean you guys had everybody else that's around these two is basically or playing with these two is basically who you had last year but they had to play point guard exactly i know she's your daughter and i don't mean to insult your daughter right to your face but sydney's not a point guard exactly neither is ashka or anaya or anybody else they were not true point guards and if you take them out of their role all of us that everything else isn't going to get in sync Ellie and Louisa seem to be the answers to you guys, right? For you guys, oh, right most now. definitely. You know, and like you said, I I would agree with you 100. <laughs> you know, Sydney was the best thing we had to a possible point guard last year. You know, and and uh, now that we're able to free her up a little bit, I think you can kind of see that last game. You know, she she had 27. You know, against Collegiate, and uh, you know, 
Louisa Hansman, I know, had seven assists. And uh, so, you know, it's really open open things up. And it's one thing that, like you said, we've lacked as a, as a point guard. And, you know, it looks like we're going to have a really solid point guard now for four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one thing about Ellie and, and that young point guard, you know, I remember watching you guys play in the summer. And I watched you guys play Cherryville and... I watched you guys play St. Mary's Colgate, and you played at the middle school uh, here in town, here in Parsons. And I have learned to take every grain of salt possible when watching summer ball because every coach and every player on every date is coming in with different variables. It may be you don't have a full lineup, or it may be you don't. It may be you're not really coaching to win. It's you're you're trying a new scheme, or you're trying a different. You're trying to figure out your rotations. Everybody's trying to do something, and it's not that you're putting your best varsity six or seven out there on rotations to try and win a varsity basketball game in the middle of the season. But at the same time. I, I knew what you were going to have this year, and I knew what St. Mary's Colgan had. They were a state champ. They were a state runner-up in their classification a year ago. I know Cherryville is a team that's won at least 15 games over the last three seasons. And while they were missing some, they lost a really big piece off that roster. I, I know that coach, and I know those players. They can be. They have an opportunity to at least probably they, they could be an eight to ten win team this season. Oh, no an doubt. eight to ten win team. You guys were tied with your St. Mary's Colgate for three quarters, and you beat the doors off Cherryville that day. And I remember thinking to myself, man, that girl Ellie looks good. I had never seen her play before. Then I watched her on the tennis court this year with her with your daughter, Sydney, at times. Uh, you know, she was a good singles player, developed really quickly. And I thought, if she can just live up to what I saw in the summer, she can live up to a lot of promise. How has she born that pressure of being a freshman point guard well you know she's really accepted it well i mean she she works very hard i mean you know i don't have all the stats through last night's game but i know uh three games in she was damn near um leading a team in rebounds as well wow i mean she makes a lot of happen you know and she's definitely made some you know freshman mistakes and stuff but you know Sometimes she puts her head down to get by the defense and looks up and finds she's in a trap or in the corner or yes, something and like you know, that. But the one thing I love about Ellie is, is you know she's going to give 110% every time she steps on that court. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know she's uh, leading a team in, in steals and, and uh, deflections. And like I said, you know, she's rebounding as well as the smallest person on the court. But, um, you know, she's, she's accepted it, you know, just fine. And, um, uh, you know, I talked to her last night. I'm proud the way, you know, she's handling, handling herself, you know, and has played so far because there is a lot of pressure, you know, going from the middle school to, yeah. to varsity level, you know, against a team like Wichita Collegiate, who's been a powerhouse in every sport, you know, for several years. Uh, looking at your offensive identity and approach, and it's 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 a similar approach this year as it was last year, but you have the facilitation to really justify it. You're perfectly comfortable shooting from outside in volume. Uh, Sydney Shibe, great shooter. Oscar Patel, great shooter. And Naya can knock it down. Uh, obviously, Ellie can knock it down. Louisa, can, I'm sure, is a quality shooter. You, you, you've got enough shooters out there. Why are you so willing to rely on the three ball? And that's certainly an analytical approach that we're seeing at a lot of levels in areas of basketball. Is that 
how much of that is analytics well, or how much of that is just trust in what you what you can get? I tell you what, you know, I'm a firm believer you, you take what the defense gives you. And I have confidence and you know, you name several girls there that if they're open, you know, I would rather have a shot than a turnover. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, there's certain times, you know, that that we do want to pound the ball inside and, and to open it up on the outside, we feel like, you know, we have to have touches inside. And Anaya's been doing, you know, a pretty good job of if we go in, you know, and they collapse, she's kicking it back out. So, uh, you know, like I said, I have confidence in, in all our guards when it comes to, you know, shooting the basketball. And I want to have I want them to have confidence as well, you know, to to shoot it, you know. So And to a degree they that they have to realize because they are given the comp that they're given the green light from their coaches to shoot if they're open and to shoot from outside, they've got to feel like they can be in any game. That nine can be made up quickly. We saw that against Gerard. Yeah, your very first game year. I think you were down eleven at one point and stormed all the way back, and we're up by halftime. Yes, you know, and that, that's that's what the three kind of you know it it definitely equalizes things. And uh, you know, I don't want to live and die by the three. And you know, like I told Sydney in their first game, you know, how many times you, did you get to the free throw line? You know, and it was zero. I said these teams are going to start really coming out on you. You know, when she hit the four threes and. Uh, She's got to develop, you know, a one dribble and and pull and, you know, attack the basket because she's one of our best free throw shooters as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we, we bet we basically, you know, we want to, we want to, you know, go inside out and, uh, you know, just take what the defense gives us. Well, uh, Pat, I want to keep talking about, uh, what your season might look like. You might have to go to a quick break and we'll come back. Yep, sounds good. Uh, thanks, Coach Shabby. We'll be right back here on the War Room here on KLKC Radio. Don't go anywhere. And we are back here on the War Room uh, with Parsons girls basketball coach Pat Shabby as the guest. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Pat, we were just talking about this off air. Uh, big matchup this Tuesday. Um, if any of you are listening to the show after Tuesday, I apologize. But uh, a big matchup on Tuesday, Parsons, Labette County. Uh, I will say this, your predecessor, Mike Kroll, a lot of people will say his biggest win was when he beat Labette County in what was his last regular season game as, as the Parsons girls head coach. Uh, Christy Snyder loves to beat Parsons. It's like how Bill Snyder loved to beat KU. Like it's just a, it, it's just a thing she likes to do. She, it, I, I swear she does not let off the gas pedal when she plays Parsons. Uh, and we were talking about, uh, how you guys match up well. If anything, you guys might be the better half-court offensive team based on your personnel, but depth is going to be... Depth, I, I believe, is going to be a key for you guys all year. It's going to be something that you're constantly worried about. You only go about one to two deep on your bench right now. I know you're waiting on the Lions girl to come back from an injury, and that'll help, but what Labette County's biggest strength is by far is their death. They will go five, six, they'll go, they'll go eight, nine, ten, eleven, throw girls out there because and because they love to play aggressive defensively. Their biggest strength is your biggest exploit. And that is what they will try to hound on. How do you kind of you've got you've seen the film on Lebet County, I'm sure a little bit. They're three and one. You guys are two and two. I'm thinking you guys should be the prime time tip off. You guys should be the 730 tip off. <laughs> Why are the two zero and four teams getting the seven thirty tip? But uh, that's that's whatever. Anyway, what are you thinking about this Lebet County matchup on Tuesday? Well, you know, I've known Christy for a long time, 
Mm-hmm. And um, you're exactly right. You know, she uh, she's really nice off the court, but when when you're on the court, you know, she's out for blood. I'm out for blood, and I have beat her one time before. And um, and she probably still doesn't forgive you. <laughs> no, but um, you know, she has a great program down there and has done one heck of a job. And you know, we're trying to trying to get our program, you know, established, kind of like how theirs is, you know. So we're moving in the right direction, but you know, definitely, you said you know they they play a lot of girls, and you know they're going to start five seniors. They bring another senior off the bench, you know. So they're a veteran team, and uh, you know, we're uh, we're trying to develop a little depth. And like you said, when Kendall, uh, she could be cleared to possibly play some Tuesday. Um, that's to be determined, as you know, with the doctor. So you know. We've had some JV girls, you know, um, that's been playing pretty well as as of late. The JV team is also um, two and two and very easy. They lost a uh, last second shot, you know, to uh, circle, so they could be three and one as well. But they're competing hard. But you know, it, it should be a great matchup Tuesday night. You know, we expect to come out and and give them all all they want, you know, on our home floor and. And hopefully our girls are ready to play. And, uh, you know, I, I think it should be an exciting game, you know, to watch. So, And, you know, speaking on on your depth and everything like that and, and your JV program, I said this to Scott Marlowe. I can't remember if I said it on air or off air, but I said, if I'm 7, 8, 9 right now on the Parsons depth chart for the girls' basketball team, I'm going up to Pat Chivey and say, what do I have to do to get on the floor? Because it can't be that much at this point. Like, I'm sure you just want bodies to a degree. Like, you should be itching to do whatever it takes. I'm curious. You talked about you're trying to build depth. Talk about how you're trying to do that. Well, you know, it. you know, you got to earn that trust, you know, as well in the players to be able to, you know, to trust them on the, on the varsity court as well. And, you know, I feel like, uh, I feel like, you know, time will will help us out you know to get a little bit more experience because you know on our bench we still have you know some freshmen and sophomores we're relatively like i said still a young team so you know there's there's another freshman sailor ray i you know she's already hit eight three pointers on the year in the jv game so and she played with us some this summer and riley dunley she had a good volleyball season that sailor yes, did sailor is a great athlete all around and She's one of them that could, you know, possibly get some more playing time. And, of course, Riley Dunley, you know, she's been in in several games. And, you know, we we need to... The Dunley dynasty, as they call <laughs> as I call it, from Parsons. You know, we, we got to work with her a little bit more on, uh, you know, developing some moves underneath the basket, you know, because I guarantee you she's probably the strongest girl on the court. And uh, she just has a, sometimes a hard time getting her shot off, you know, against the taller girls. But, you know... I feel like as the year goes, these girls will develop and, and, you know, we get Kendall back and, you know, then we, we possibly could go eight, eight, nine deep. I'm curious, you know, what you think about what I'm going to call the cover matchup, the cover of the basketball magazine, my newspaper, the Parsons Sun put out. And that is, uh, that was Anna Dean and Anaya Hinman on the cover this year. I'm curious what you think about that matchup on Tuesday. Yeah, that's, that's definitely, you know, you can go back to volleyball as well. You know, Anna was their, their, big star down there and you know who was our big star Anna Anna had more kills obviously was on a team that won a little uh, quite a bit more than Parsons 
and I him and had more blocks on the year than Anadine did in volleyball, and th- that that speaks to how you know that that speaks to how even they were and how, how, how even they are yes. on that front line, and you and, know, and, and Naya I believe can hold her own. Yeah, she will. You know, she just she's just got to get that. Uh, you know that drive to go hard the whole time, and and I would put Anaya up against anybody. You know mm-hmm. she's when you look out there, she's probably the most athletic girl on on either team, and I've told her that. You know we just we need that consistency out of her, and you know she's she's as of four games, she's pretty close to averaging a double double. Mm-hmm. You know so. You know what I was most impressed with her at the Gerard game, the one time I've seen you guys live this year so far is she was eight of ten from the free throw line. Yes. You know, if you can, if she can shoot twenty, if she can shoot seventy, eighty percent from the free throw line, she, you, you can't stop her. Yes, and and that's definitely. I mean, we we've had our spurts, I think, against uh, Circle. You know, maybe we was five for twelve, but you know, against Mulvane, we was eight for ten down the stretch, and then I think yesterday against uh, Collegiate, you know, as a team, we was eight for eleven. So we have been shooting you know, more free throws in practice. And that's, that's the thing, you know, Anaya's definitely improved on her free throw shooting this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking ahead now, who do you have? Uh, you also have Pittsburgh on Friday, big week to, for you guys opening up the week, opening up uh league play. Uh, how do you feel like the league stacks up this year? I'll tell you one thing that caught my eye as I was just kind of scrolling through social media this weekend Fort Scott played for a tournament championship this year. This yeah, week, I know they lost to a Paola team, but from what from what a lot from what you and from what Snyder have told me, Fort Scott's going to be a lot better this year. Yes, I uh, totally agree. And I'll tell you who else has has uh, stuck out to me so far is Independence. Mm-hmm. You know, I I know they've uh, they won three games out there, and I feel like they're playing uh, better as a team. Independence this won year. all three. Yes. Up at, uh, yeah, up they Fawanda. they pulled out the last game like forty-two to thirty-seven, I believe, over uh, Circle. So you know um, they've got a really good player in that Abby Vila, and it, and and they're relatively young, but it seems like they're playing a lot better together. You know, as mm-hmm. a team this year, and and Fort Scott last year, you know that the uh, their JV, you know, was really good, and they had Ella Beth, of course, but. You know, I feel like the same thing with them. They're not relying on one person, you know, that they have several girls scoring. So I think, you know, I think it might be a little bit tougher than I actually thought. You know, I, mm-hmm. of course, I think we can contend for an SEK championship. And, you know, I know Aldemont thinks that, you know, they should as well. They're definitely the favorite. But, you know, from what I've seen is Independence has kind of stuck out to me and, and Fort Scott as well. And, haven't really seen a whole lot out of Chanute and, you know, Coffeeville. I know they young, man. What I'll say about Chanute is I think they're very young. I think, they, you know, they're going to come out slow out of the gate, just like every super young and inexperienced team is going to do. Just like, I mean, they're losing Corey Babcock, who is just an assassin right. for them. But Dustin Fox is a very accomplished. He's won the league twice already with them. Uh, he's a very accomplished coach, a very well-respected, and a very good coach, in my opinion. He'll have that team playing well by the end of the year. And, yes. like, you know, if you've got something critical, if you've got a critical game that you've got to win, God help you if it's against Dustin Fox towards the end of the <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, he does a good job, and it seems like he always has a, a really good point guard up there. And I know that, 
sometimes he sends them to point guard, you know, clinics and stuff over the summer. And mm-hmm. and I know he's got a sophomore up there that's pretty good. But yeah, you never can count out Chanute. But um, you know, we we feel like you know we should be right in the thick of things. I, I look at this Parsons girls team and. I don't see anybody just coming out and blowing us out. You know, our girls have been playing hard, and and uh, I'd put them up against mm-hmm. anybody. And I'll tell you what, and this is the thought I had when I was driving to Gerard to watch you guys play. I, You know, I was like, you know what? This Parsons team could look a lot better, be well improved, live up to everything that Pat Shibe said, and they might lose this game by 20 because Gerard's a good team. Gerard's a good team in a really good league in the CNC. That includes... The likes of Galena, who has a really good point guard, and Mia Sarwinski, yep. of St. Mary's Colgan, Colgan who played for Frontenac, who's it, loaded. Frontenac, who's loaded. Uh, Gerard is right in the thick of it. And I came away from that game thinking, y'all should have won it. Yes. Yes, I and, agree. And, you know, we got down in that game. You know, I think it was 19 to 10 at one point, and it could have possibly been 11. And boy, you know, we had flashbacks of last year, you know, as well, where they jumped out on us. And, mm-hmm. but we came fighting back and, uh, you know, made a game out of it. And, you know, if we'd have caught a couple breaks, like you said, that game could have went either way. Mm-hmm. And um, Gerard, I promise you, is going to win a lot of games this year. Yeah. What is, you know, we got about uh, three minutes left. What's morale been like? How has that kind of shifted? Because that, to me, we, you know, we were talking about what does it take to beat a team like Lebec County or beat a lot of these teams, uh, be a, uh, quite a few teams that you'll play this year. And, Outside of the X's and O's and the talent and anything talent wise or or you know depth or anything like that, the one uh, uh, what a team like Lebec County is going to have over you that might be the biggest advantage is they're a team that believes they can win and they believe they can win because they do win a lot. Oh yeah, like they just like there it's hard to overcome that that <laughs> that that standard that they just bring in bring everywhere. How do you get your what is your team's morale been like and how has the belief maybe started to shift you know our i feel like you know our, our bench has been way more into the games this year you know we haven't had you know really any drama on the team i feel like that you know the girls have been playing together you know hard and supporting each other i've seen a lot of that you know this year and um you know like you said you know your aldemonts your colgans your saint paul girls i mean when they step on the court, you know, they, they believe they're going to win. And uh, hopefully, you know, with with uh, getting a few wins under our belt, you know, early on, like I told you, you know, we, we wanted to pick up where we left off last year. And I feel for the most part we have. But, um, you know, I, I believe our morale has been pretty good. And, you know, this beating Wichita Collegiate, you know, where a few years ago they blew us out by 40 and 50, you know. So you know, was was a big accomplishment for them girls because that is an elite program out there. So well, they beat you guys last year too. Yes. I mean, that's, I mean, you're we're seeing the litmus tests start to go the other way, and that's just so critical. You know, and it, it it's exciting. You know, like I could, you know, we started freshmen and two sophomores, a junior and a senior. You know, and then we got Oscar Patel coming off the bench who scored 16 in the first might half. be the best scoring bench option in the league i would oh, say oh hands down you know so you know and when you throw kendall back in there when she get, when she kendall gets Lyons. healthy um you know so there, there's a pretty pretty solid seven right there and you know oscar she's she's accepted her role and, and like i said she may move herself into the starting lineup before the season's all mm-hmm. said and done 
Yeah, I'm curious how, you know, right now you kind of have a two-point guard system running with Louise and Ellie. Uh, real quick here in the last 60 seconds, I'm just curious. Do you try to spell, do you try to platoon them more down the air, or do you like both of them on the court? Well, you know, they both see, they both see the court really well, and especially Louisa. I mean, she's she sees the court, you know, probably better than anybody on the team. And Ellie, like you said, you know, a couple times has, has put her head down, you know, and possibly got into traps and stuff. But, you know, I like the energy of both of them out there sometimes as well, you know. But like you said, you can throw Oscar in there and – and we don't miss a beat. Uh, any bold predictions for this week? Well, you know, I just I just hope the girls are ready to play. You know, it's a rivalry game, and we're trying to take one game at a time. And you know, if if uh, if the girls, you know, come out and play hard like I expect them to, then you know, what would your daughter Sydney say if I had asked her the same question? Oh, I mean, you know, she wants to win. She's competitive. She's just <laughs> like me. So, you know, I. It's going to be a good matchup, and, you know, it, it hasn't been no cupcake of a schedule, I'll tell you that. You know, we've got six games, and it, it's a, it's been pretty pretty brutal, you know, starting out. But, you know, we've we've hung in there, and uh, we're 2-2, two and two, and hopefully, you know, we can end this week with two wins going into Christmas break. Well, hey, Pat, that's all I need from you. Thank you very much for joining us on The War Room this week. Uh, good luck to you guys this week. Obviously, it's going to be a very fun week to watch. I love watch. I, I love watching uh, anytime I get to watch Christy Snyder coach basketball, and, th- and especially this group. This group at, on the over at Lubbock County has been fun to watch, and you've got a group at Parsons that is now getting fun to watch, uh, and it'll be an exciting matchup. Uh, so thank you for coming on the show. Good luck this week. Good luck this season. Uh, that'll do it for the war room here, everybody. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Everybody continue to stay safe and God bless. Thank you, Sean, for having us. And hopefully everyone comes out and supports the uh, Parsons Lady Viking Girls. Amen to that.